we have so many beliefs and decisions that we either accepted from other people or made for ourselves. And that's how we navigate the world. We've got years of unprocessed beliefs, um, negative, unwanted feelings, emotions that we can clear. And then it's like you're coming to the table and reacting appropriately. You're overreacting. We've all heard that. It's just an amazing technique to use to be able to, like I said, subconsciously reprogram so that we can consciously heal. What's up, Style Nation? Welcome back to another episode on the Styled for Life podcast. It's your girl, Katie. As always, I'm super, super grateful to be here. So we're like a weekend. How is your new year? So a couple of, God, I want to say a couple of years ago, but like years and years ago, a friend of mine and I used to always joke around how appropriate, how long it it, oh my God, I can't talk. What's the amount of time that it's still appropriate to wish someone New Year's? Because we will be joking about like in fucking February, people will be like, and that you haven't seen it, be like, Happy New Year. And we're like, dude, after a week, <laughs> you can't say it anymore. Anyways, today's episode is so juicy. I cannot wait to share it with you. It's going to blow your mind. It's so juicy. I have on one of my client friends. That's what I'm calling <laughs> some most of my podcast interviews now. People that have been my clients and we are now friends. Uh, so client friends is my new word on Kathy Batista. She's been on the podcast before. She was on the podcast probably in the fall. I want to say like September ish time frame and shared her testimonial of what it was like to be styled and how she really tapped in and leaned into her style when her son was going off to college and just all the fringe benefits of being styled that had nothing to do with her clothes and everything to do with how she felt. And it was an amazing interview. One of the number one reasons I like Kathy is she's funny as shit and she's so herself all the time and you really get... Like, what you see is what you get. And we have so much fun together. And we're very similar in the fact that, like, we like to have fun and not take things serious and be su- go super deep at the same time, which I know sounds like such a oxymoron, but it's so true. So today's episodes, we talk about quantum timeline technique and tapping into your quantum timeline to let go of old stories and beliefs. And this is such a good episode. So Kathy and I have a couple clients that we've both worked with independently, like where I worked with them on style stuff and she worked with them on like mindset and mindfulness stuff. And so she's a mindful and mindfulness and mindset habit coach, right? So we've had these spaces where we've come together, where we've worked with people individually and they were like holy shit the two things together fucking game changer now you might think when you come to me that you're really getting styled in lots of new clothes but you're not 80 percent of it is the things that you're going to unlearn around your body stories that you've told yourself things that have been holding you back and you'll get some new clothes 
if that's your desire, or we'll look at how to style the clothes that you currently have. But it's really a lot of stories. It's a lot of beliefs. People think that it's it's just so much different. It's like going to the gym, right? And you're like, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym because I want to get in shape. Dude, there's so much more that comes with that than just like getting in shape, right? It's like the feeling that you feel every time you go to the gym and the stories you have to unravel to get there and like, you know, getting yourself out of your comfort zone to work out. And by comfort zone, I mean literally off the fucking couch, comfortable to go work out is very similar, right? So without Kathy and I like even realizing that this was happening, like we were sharing clients and they were having these major, major breakthroughs. And I was like, Kathy, you have to come on the podcast and you have to share what you've been doing and the work that you do. And it's so good and so amazing. So today on the show, we talk about quantum timeline technique. We talk about micro habits. We talk about pre-paving, pre-paving your intentions. She literally coaches me live on the podcast around this. um, And it's so good. And after we recorded this episode, when I tell you that, like, I felt like my life literally just started accelerating in the best way and like all of my positive intentions and exactly where I wanted to go. She answered a question for me that I think a lot of you will find super, super, super helpful. I asked her, how do you know the difference between a gut response, like a hell yes to your gut response or when it's a hell yes from like your conscious mind and she answered it in such a good way and I asked her this question because this comes up for me a lot where people are like if it's not a total yes then it's a fuck no right and I'm like but it's not always that simple when people when things are presented to me sometimes they feel like total fuck no's but it's because I'm scared and I'm using like my rational, logical mind and I'm not just trusting my gut feeling, right? I gave the example of the fashion show that I did back in October. At first pass, when it was soup, when it was very first offered up, not offered up, when it was very first like it entered into my vortex by a friend, it was a like, hell yeah, that sounds amazing. And then when I started to like sit back and think of it and I got all the details, I was like, mm, I don't think it's for me. And the woman who was put in on the fashion show like helped talk me through the possibilities. And I was like, God damn it. It is for me. And boy, am I glad. I learned so much. I floundered. But I came back up and like had a great time at that show. And I learned so much. And I was asking Kathy, like, how can we tell the difference between like our conscious yes and a subconscious yes like how do we discern between the two she had an amazing answer and practice for you so make sure you tune in because you're gonna love this episode and kathy made and i love kathy kathy made a free meditation on new beginnings that's exclusive for the style for life styled for life listeners only so only sharing this with you guys with podcast listeners she made it just for you as soon as we finished recording the episode she said you know what katie i just got intuitive hit to make a meditation about everything that we talked about today just for your listeners so you can access that in the show notes it's a free meditation just for you for being a member of the podcast, being a member of this community, of the Style for Life podcast community. This is her gift, our gift to you. 
so juicy. Like I said, I've been meditating like crazy lately and manifesting things like crazy lately. And it's part of my mastering the basics daily habits. So make sure you go tune in to the episode, tune into the meditation. And if you're loving today's episode, share it with a friend. It's the easiest way that you can help me grow and support the podcast. Share it with a friend. Just go hit where if you're listening to Apple, hit the three dots and it says share. Hit the text button and boop it over to a friend. Or you can always share it on Insta and tag me at Kitty Allen Stylist. If you have any questions from today's episode or any questions about getting styled and what that looks like for you in 2023, because this is your year, boo, this is your year, you can hit me up on Insta as well and ask me some questions there. And if you're just like a fast action taker and you're ready to just be like, you know what, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to be seen. I'm ready to hack my energy and feel amazing all the time in my clothes and really work on my health and wellness mindset around my body, what it means to feel good in my body every day and use my clothes as a tool to get me there faster, you can book a call with me on the website, kittyjuststyled.com. Let's do this, baby. Welcome to 2023. Welcome to this amazing episode with my client, my friend, an amazing mindful and mindset coach, Kathy Batista. We'll see you on the other side. Enjoy. Um, Kathy, your hair is fucking fab. Oh, thank you. I just um cut it. It was probably a little shorter than yours. And I went through stages. I was like, this doesn't feel good. So I went and found somebody and cut my hair right to my hairdresser. She did it and then it didn't feel good. And so I went back and she did it again and it didn't feel good. And then I just got the scissors and did it myself. And I was like, well, if this isn't an analogy, most of the healing we have to do ourselves. And so I just put scissors to it in the bathroom. And I don't know, my hair, I wouldn't advise it to a lot. Like my hair is pretty forgiving like that. Like I can hide the imperfections, but (laughs) I am sort of waiting for it to grow back out. I love it. Is this the French bob? Yes. Yes, this this is the actually so it's growing out. The French bob is a little shorter, but also most French bobs that I see rock the bangs, mm-hmm. and some of us just can't. I've never been a good bang rocker. Like, and yeah. no one's ever said to me like you should get bangs ever. Yeah, have I? Had you know what? It's because I have, and I always mess this up. Mm-hmm. Is it a calic or a cowlick? Like, what is it? A calic. Cow or cow? I think it's cow. Like a cow licked your forehead and your hair. Yes. Yes. My forehead was molested by a cow at birth. I have so (laughs) many that I cannot, I cannot do bangs because it just doesn't do it. So to be a true French, Bob, I do think you might need the bangs. (laughs) And no cows. (laughs) Yeah. I don't do everything exactly how you're supposed to either. So. Okay, well, you have officially hit my goal for the year, which is to have amazing intros to my podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. We're five minutes, not even five minutes. We're two minutes in and we've been molested by cows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what better way to start the new year, right? There's good luck in some spirituality programs. <laughs> I knew when I told you that my word of the year was quantum, <laughs> that you were going to bring all the energy <laughs> Right. Yeah, I love it. This is why you're literally one of my favorite people on the planet. And I never laugh. 
so hard than I do when I'm with you. And the first time we experienced that, not in real life, was when you uh, you had me on your Instagram and we did your five Friday questions and things. Yeah, and um, I've just never laughed so hard like during like quote unquote working. And humor is definitely one of my top five core values. And I think you know that better than anybody. Um, Yeah. But isn't that amazing when you, like everybody finds people and it's like that spark, right? And it doesn't, like we often think it's like you fall in love with, you know, um, in love, like your spouse or things like that. But you fall in love with people. And sometimes it's like love at first sight. And we did just connect and it's a lot of fun. And so I'm sure your listeners are like, I got someone like that in my life too, where it's just, you know, like, and there's times where maybe I wouldn't say months, I would probably say like weeks or maybe a month that we don't speak, but we can pick right back up. And I'm sure people can relate to that too. Just those people in your life that are easy. Yes. We all want more of that, right? Yes. Like the words I write down that I've been writing down for years, right? It's always easy and fun. And by mm. fun, to me, it's usually laughing or sense of humor. I just always use the word fun in exchange for humor. Yeah. Yeah. I think fun is like correlates to feeling, right? Like some, so it's sort of a concept to have fun, but really it's so subjective, right? Like some people might be like, fun is, I have fun when I'm sitting on the couch reading a book and that's fun. It's a feeling, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I am the same way. Fun is when I like forget myself, like the world around me drops and I'm in it and like love it. And so it really could be anything, but definitely have fun talking with you. Like, I think we could make a whole thing about, we should write a book just with our exchanges on, on the Voxer or the texts. Like yeah. I remember a couple of years ago when I think it was it Facebook or I don't think it was Instagram and it might've been Twitter just came out and this um, person as influencers at the beginning of like the influencer thing and, um, or that influencer could be a thing. It was a uh, shit my dad says, and he would just literally <laughs> post these quotes that his dad would say. And it was amazing. It was like yeah. one of the first people like I remember following, but I think it was on Facebook. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. I know. Yeah. Just, write it down. We won't. Well, after I've sat and thought about it, we might not be everybody's cup of tea. It might not be a top seller New York Times bestseller. <laughs> Doesn't have well, to we be. use it. Yeah. People are people. Well, Kathy. Yes. 2023. And I want to talk to you about that and about yeah. Fucking January. It's the longest goddamn month of the year. I hate it. It's one of my least favorite months of the year. One of my favorite people was born in this month on the very last day. I tried to hold him in, but he wanted to come out and be a January baby. Oh, but let's talk about how, like, so I have to address it because this is just who I am. I blame this on my career's energy. It's like, I have to call out the obvious and then tell you why I don't like the obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. So New Year's resolutions. Now, granted for me, I feel like New Year's resolutions conversations start in December, but December is my favorite, one of my favorite months because it's super dreamy for me. 
Mm. Um, and it's like the anticipation and the dreaming month. And it's the one month that I personally don't feel a lot of pressure to do stuff or to perform or to do stuff. <laughs> I mean, That's I amazing. Most people are like, this time of year is like jacked with shit to do. Yeah. Well, maybe it's because I'm not a good gift giver. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, right? I actually, yeah, finish what you're saying because I have some thoughts over here. <laughs> and but I hate New Year's resolutions because I feel like they're fucking death traps. It's like, I'll stay my, start my diet on Monday, bullshit. And <laughs> I've really been leaning into like every day is... So one of my other friends said to me, uh, well, not to me, but it felt like she was speaking to me. You know, every day is a new you. Every day can be your new year. It doesn't have to be New Year's Eve. It doesn't have to be a Monday. Like it could be fucking Thursday morning in the middle of September, the middle of July. Like you get to choose that day. Um, So I wanted to set, set the stage for that. Like, yes, there's something special, I think, around like, New Year's energy and like you can't ignore it. And if that's a wave that you're riding, fucking ride the shit out of it. Right. But don't, I don't want it to crash on you. Like I want you to keep riding that wave because I want to keep riding that wave. So what are you? It sounds like you're saying like with people in your life or your clients, like you often see this like habit of like go big Mm -hmm. and these huge commitments, these huge resolutions And then you either see it crash on them, like you said, or you see them like peter out. And then we all know what that feels like. It doesn't feel good, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I get that. It's hard because it's a want. People want. And then sometimes it's a need. People need to make a um, decision to get healthy or find a better job or, you know, they have that need um, of an internal push, whether it's to find a soulmate or to have a child. So it's, it carries a lot of weight with it. And so we put a lot of weight on it. And like you said, oftentimes it trips us up as we, it's, we're so invested. So invested, but yeah. I'm trying to lean against, I love, look, I am a, my new phrase, I'm a type A creative, right? Like, I don't even know if you know this. Before my personal styling, my past life, like I was a marketer for my whole career. Yeah. Also was a certified project management professional, right? So my whole career was actually managing the creative team and keeping our projects on deadlines and making sure that we were always in like marketing planning. I want to say it felt like years out in advance, but like always the next quarter ahead and things like that. So like, yes, the project manager in me loves a deadline, loves a good goal. Yeah. I just, I just want people to just know they can be great all the time. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of want to touch back how you were like, I hate January. It's the like (laughs) worst fucking month. Like, yeah. (laughs) Here's all my shit. (laughs) Yes. But then December's amazing, right? Like that's what you said. So you know, and I know that words carry a lot. So I'm going to challenge you for the rest of this month to start saying you love January. You're going to prepave. So January is going to be good. And think about it. There's reasons that you don't like January and we're removing them. Mm -hmm. So now there's absolutely no reason not to love the poor month of January. True. Because I actually 
Good to see you. And so, yeah, we can do this with most things is pre-pave it, right? Like, have you ever said, oh my gosh, this is going to suck. This dinner with like, don't tell anybody, like this dinner with my in-laws is going to suck. <laughs> and you walk in and you've got those glasses on and there it's sucking, right? But if you go in and say, you know what, it might not, you don't have to lie to yourself and be like, this is going to be freaking awesome. And it's like, you know, but this is going to be good. This is going to be a nice dinner. We're going to sit down and, you know, think we can always pull, right? I really always like the earrings that my sister-in-law wears. So I could look forward to seeing those, right? So we pre-pave everything we're going into. So pre-pave January as it's going to be an amazing month. And you can even carry over your December vibe into January. Mm. Like the little things that you're doing now that create that feeling that you like December, pack it up and bring it with you, right? And so it's, it it can we have the power to shift and change the narrative and that's like i always feel this way they always do that that's so limiting and so if we switch it you just opened up you my friend have just opened your quantum field <laughs> yeah this is why i love you so much this is the conversation that i wanted to have so we're pre-paving that's yeah. my favorite micro habit i'm pre-paving yeah yes because i was like it's funny because i'll say these things and i can feel the physical reaction yeah my, right like i know yeah. i'm big with i'm a big expresser <laughs> like, yeah. i express bigly <laughs> My feelings, my thoughts on this podcast. Yeah. And I could just feel it. And I was like, God, look at me unloading my shit right here. Um, no, but do you want to know what, Katie, is you are. You are a presence and and that's felt. Like that energy is wide around you. Like imagine the shift in your home mm-hmm. if you weren't dreading January. Like, I know you're not walking around telling your kids, oh, it's going to be fucking January soon. But people feel the vibe, right? And so, I mean, it's it's a powerful tool to like set yourself up for good feelings. And you know what else you said that I love and I, I kind of want to expand on it because this it's something that I'm trying to do in my life is, yeah, like I... Love what your friend said, that every day is a new day. Every day you can start over. So there's like, and I'm, I hope I don't mess it up or offend anybody, but there is a spiritual concept that every time you walk through a door, Mm. it's a new beginning. Mm. So if I'm having a shitty day, I like purposefully walk through an archway or a door in my house and it's new. And we subconsciously know this. We know that we are leaving one place and entering another. And so you can actually start over at any time. Mm -hmm. Like there's days at 11, I'm like, this day fucking sucks. I'm starting over now. And I, like, I walk through the door and I, and I, I shift. I have to, because that feeling of having a shitty day to last all day eats at me. And I'm aware that those negative feelings get stored in my body and I don't want them. So start your day over anytime, walk through the door, right? 
I love that. My mind immediately went to the bathroom door because I don't know why. Because you leave shit there? <laughs> Literally. I was like, okay, so walk to the bathroom. <laughs> See, this is bad. This, this is what our like exchanges are. Probably <laughs> dirty and appropriate stuff. But I was like, my first, uh, on honestly, because I'm going to be completely, because this is where I want to go here. My very first image, like weird ass, like NLP shit. My very first image is running into the bathroom to puke. I don't know why. Get rid of it. Yeah. It was me running in there to throw up. So yeah. Get rid of what's inside. That's amazing. That is like really, and that image can carry you, right? If you're like, I got to fucking shake this mood or whatever, you can create that neural pathway that your brain will jump straight to that image. And you're like, okay, I know what I need to do. I need to start fresh. If you want to literally or figuratively walk through a door, I wouldn't suggest, yeah, vomiting, but still. (laughs) No, no. just get it out, get it out, shake it out. That's awesome. It's just weird because I was like, why? And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to just say exactly what popped in my brain. But see, that's what I love about you is you truly are an intuitive and like, I mean, for lack of a better word, you're just like a seed child or a seed light. What do they call those people from a different place, from a different part of the universe? Seed child. I don't know. But you you've got it in you. And when you let it out, it's amazing. Mm, Thank you. I just got to keep letting it out. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So tons of people have those gifts, right? Like you definitely, I think it's starseed, right? I don't know. So tons of people listening, I believe in you and like our network and our, all of our communities are all women doing amazing things. Oh yeah. And it's super easy to get caught up in the daily bullshit. (laughs) We need to walk through doors all the time. Yeah. What other fun tips do you have? Because you're blowing my mind right now. I'm like, okay, pre-pave my day, walk through a door. How else am I going to succeed and like make 2023 quantum? <laughs> yeah. I the I think the first ingredient for any success is well, I do think pre-paving is probably the first thing when you're stepping into stuff. But sometimes you can't pre-pave situations, right? So I do think the first thing is compassion and not only self-compassion, but we have to start cultivating compassion for the people that surround us. Because I truly believe um, most people and I'm, you know, I do have, I do like true crime. So I'm not going to say all people, but most people are good, are good. And most people's behaviors that come across as mean or malicious, right? There's just fear or anger or sadness underneath that. Mm -hmm. And so we don't have to accept it. That is not what I'm saying. But to find the compassion in ourselves and with others is, I think, a great first step to anything. Because honestly, most people... Most of my clients and most of your clients come to us because they've found a kernel of compassion for themselves and they want to change. Mm -hmm. But that's needed. That like, I 
am feeling compassionate and I know I love myself and I know I deserve better and I want to feel better. And so then they take action. So I think compassion is huge. That just made me think of something um, when you were like, sometimes you can't prepave. I was in a situation yesterday that turned out way beyond my expectations in a good way. But yeah. in the beginning of it, I was very caught off guard because I went into it thinking it was one thing based off of the communications that I'd had. And it ended up being something, it was a whole 180 of what I thought yeah. it would be. And there were a few minutes, luckily there it was a meeting that had more people in it than I anticipated. And luckily there was, they're running late. So I had 15 minutes to like pull my fucking feelings together. <laughs> Stand up and walk through the door and come back in. Yeah, I was like, um, I need to walk through the door and come back in. She busts yeah. me back in real quick. <laughs> I, I, we can go through the whole process again because I need a new version of me is going to have to walk through these doors. Right. Um, so I was thinking about that. And like I said, it ended up being really well. I had time to work through my emotions. And I think, God, I have some self-awareness. And um, so when you said that, I was like, ooh, so if you find yourself, and I think this is where it trips up most people, expectations. Ugh, I hate expectations. Yeah. It's really hard to get away from them because we spend a lot of our days moving through expectations because it's the easy mm. way for the brain to process, right? It's like, yeah, things in buckets. We go on autopilot almost. And I think our expectations are part of that our autopilot program that we're running on a daily basis. So would you say that? So when you said that, I was like, ooh, maybe compassion. Next time I find myself caught off guard by someone or something or a lack of communication or not understanding why someone's doing something to try to pull out the compassion card. Because you and I have talked about this and I was like, compassion and empathy aren't two words that come up for me on a regular basis. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's what my, I know it's not true because I've literally had a friend messaging me right before we recorded this. I know it's not true that my friends will come to me for that, but those aren't two words that I think about when I go to describe myself. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's okay. Because there's probably adjectives people would say about me that I don't know or can't think of, right? And that's okay. And that's that, I think, is where the compassion and we're just understanding that everybody is different comes in is because, like, that's what they see and need and and get from you. And so it's almost like you don't have to think it. True. Right. Like you don't have to say, oh, why are they coming to me? I'm not very compassionate. I'm not even going to answer them. They should go to somebody else. No. Right. It's that it's them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's the world is full of we're all different and we all have our different views because maybe there is. I mean, you know, I love you, but maybe there is someone who's like, Katie's the most uncompassionate person I know. I'm not going to her. And that's fine. Right. Like, so we just let it ride. And, but where growth can change is if, you know, you were to say, I'm not feeling compassionate. What can I do to like investigate this, get curious? Or if you just start, like, I love people who are like, I'm not um, going to obsess too much about it. Right. But sometimes we get caught up in that. Like, God, I wish I was, or how can I bring that more in? What can I do? And then you you just work at where and how, and you, and always go back to your, why, why do you want to be compassionate? Why do you want that in your life? 
Why do you want to be known as somebody that's compassionate? And then we just investigate and get curious. And honestly, it's like a puzzle. It all comes together and there's, it all works out. Mm, That's super juicy. I love that. Yeah. Um, But I want to answer your question about like when you're taken off guard and like, how can I like, like kind of write yourself in the moment? Um, There's a lot of different strategies because pre-paving and like setting ourselves up is is sort of collectively a new kind of concept. A lot of people don't do it. They just go. And so in that moment, it's the same thing. Like get curious, ask, um, I'm sure you, I don't know, maybe the seven levels questions. Why is this happening? Why is that? Why is that? And you kind of, it just popped up answers, right? So even like in your meeting, that wasn't what you thought it was going to be. It's, it's that amazing pause, right? To say, okay, well, what is going on? And like, I love, I encourage my clients to be like, okay, where am I feeling this? Where, what is happening? Right. Because we are beings that are habitual. And if you pause and say, where am I feeling this? You're going to notice in your life, other places that that feeling comes up and then you can work more on it and expand. But the nugget that I like. I wish we were a video. (laughs) I mean, we are, but, but (laughs) I love it. Yeah. We're going to throw this on YouTube for everybody who just wants to see the vibe. Um, But I learned this and it's not word for word. It's not um, whatever. It's something that I just sort of do because I learned it from Abraham Hicks is I prepave like my day and I prepave situations that you walk into. And so if I don't know, right, like I don't know what everything the day is going to bring me, but I just say if I'm prepaving how I want my day to go, right? I want, you know, universe, please allow my day to be uh, really easy, stress-free. You know, I'm going to have a great dinner with my husband. And then I say, or what I need or something better. Oh, something better. So that then I know as shit unfolds, then my brain is kind of prepaved to say when the shoe drops, when the shit falls, what do I need from this? What is happening that I can take and learn? How can I grow from like this hiccup that's going on? Right. So it's sort of just this broad prepavement that um, sets your brain up, gets you, it turns it on. Oh God. I love that so much what I need or something better. Yeah. Something better is the part that I, that's why I said the quantum is my word for the year. Yeah. And the people that, you know, clients and ladies, the squad has been talking about because it's the something better. It's the possibilities of Mm. life instead of the autopilot, instead of, the opposite of prepaving. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. how many times do people like dig their heels into the sand and miss out on amazing stuff, right? Like, 
all the time it happens all the time. So I have a question for you. So this just came to me. We're going to trust my gut feeling with this one. Speaking of digging your heels in. So I was just having this conversation with someone else around using your intuition. I make, I'm a really, I feel like I'm a pretty quick decision maker Mm -hmm. and talk to a lot of people around making decisions and like, you know, everyone processes differently and all these things. And You, you hear this language around, especially like in the com- coaching community and a lot of the new communities that we're in of like, is it a fuck? Is it a full body? Yes. Is it a fuck? Yes. For you. Right. Mm. And I've had a couple experiences this year that amazing experiences that, so like, let's use, I did this fashion show last October. Right. Yeah. So it was not a fuck. Yes. For me in the beginning. And I was like, no, it's too hard. I don't want to be the only person coming in from out of state. I don't want to be the only virtual stylist. Like all this. No, 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 no. And um, my friend Jenna, who was hosting the event, well, which we're friends now because she's awesome, walked me through every one of my no's and was like, think what's the possibility here? Like you're allowed to receive being the only person, right? It was really around receiving. Like you're allowed to make special accommodations, for you being the only one, right? Totally. And it blew my mind. And I, t- I did a whole podcast episode on like all the things I learned, stretched way out of my fucking comfort zone. Yeah. And oh my God, so fucking far out of my comfort zone. But I learned so much and I took so much work from it. And I was talking to one of my friends and I said, but then what happened, it was such an up-leveling, life-changing confidence booster for me. And then what freaked me out a bit was my initial reaction, which if you ask me, felt like a gut feeling was no, but I went with it and I did it. And I was like, shit now. And I think a lot of women struggle with this. Cause then you're like, shit, yeah. now, if I wouldn't have done it, I wouldn't have gotten this experience. And it's like, how do you know yeah. if, and I don't know if you can answer this, but just habits or things that you work on personally or your clients work on like to discern between like, is it really a no? Is it just fear? Is it all your preconceived things? Like it's really, my question I guess is around, are you saying no just to say no? Are you saying no because you're scared of the possibilities? Yeah. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. And it does take a level of um, knowing yourself, a a level of self-awareness. What I've been taught And so this isn't anything that I've made up and I apologize that I can't credit where I've um, heard it or learned it. it. um, When you're in that, I want to ask you this question first, I guess, is when you were like, no, was it a no and that was it? Or was it a no because, and you rattled off the, the, the statements to your friend or to yourself or whatever? Oh, it was a no because, and I had like five no. Yes. So our intuition does not try to convince us of anything. (laughs) Our conscious mind is like, so if you're like, no, like if you've ever been like, I am about to, I am sure you've been in some shady situation. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been walking down a dark road and you're like, I am not going down that path. Your conscious mind is like, whoa, what if there's a candy bar? Are you going to go? Like, you're not going to like, and, but your gut is like, no. So when your gut comes up and it's like, no, and I'm sure you can think of times where it's almost like other people are like, 
why? And no, it just isn't. I'm not, I just don't want to, it doesn't feel good, whatever. But when we say, no, well, because I don't want to be, it sounds really like a hassle to travel and da, da, da. And I'm not saying that we don't listen to that, right? Like maybe we listen and say, okay, well, like work through it. Like your, your friend did with you. Right. Um, but you listen to that and work through, whereas your intuition is a lot less indecisive. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you a question to, um, so you said, oh, well, your conscious, so is your conscious mind, the rationalizing the questions and then your gut feeling more of the subconscious? Um, yeah. And so that too is really, um, like some people say different things, but for me, um, it's, it is intertwined, you know, like my higher self, my subconscious, um, I believe my subconscious has it all and I got to just tap into it. And it is your, your inner self, your gut, your intuition, your higher self. That's what I believe. Right. And I think it holds a lot of power, our subconscious mind, and we just need to tap into it. Um, one of my mentors says, um, the conscious mind is the goal setter and your subconscious mind is the goal getter. So you have to subconsciously want to get it right. you got to subconsciously put it in there and figure out why. And then it's also like your subconscious mind is just a dutiful soldier. It's yeah. going to consciously do what it's going, not consciously, but it's going to do what it's, it's told unless we open it up and look at it and ask it as then a higher power, our inner self, ask for guidance, ask for interpretations, ask for that level of feeling and intelligence, right? Like, so your subconscious mind, you've gotten, your brain says, and you consciously think this, mm -hmm. I'm going to go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you've gotten all your reusable bags and you've gotten all your, your purse and you're in the car and you're at the grocery store and you're like, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. Because you told your brain where you were going and it knew what to do. So we, it's a, it's a fine little dance, right? It has everything, but it's only going to do what it's told. So the goal setter is the conscious mind? Yeah. The goal getter is the subconscious mind. Yeah. So something just popped in my mind I want to share with you. That's a sign of mine that I just had. But I have another question on this. Because it is January and we are all in the goals. Yeah. Listening to another podcast on Manifestation Babe. And she was talking about like the reason why, why your 2022 goals didn't manifest and I honestly didn't hear the whole podcast because I was in the nail salon okay. and there was a bunch of music <laughs> and I was just doing too many things at once. So I just checked out of it, but it just got me thinking, right? And she was just saying that she started at the podcast a little bit. Honestly, I just didn't get far enough into it, but it was very similar to this conversation. It was like, with like the goal, the conscious brain is like setting these goals, like 
just going to make them up. Like the ones I feel like come up constantly. Like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to make 100K this year. I'm going to do this, right? But my subconscious mind doesn't really know what those mean. And they can feel very obligatory, right? Like these are things I have to do and it's not fun or easy. And she was kind of saying, what I think I heard her say, like I said, it was a lot going on, was the subconscious brain needs to be fed it in a different way of the feeling of like, oh, I'm going to, I want to feel like this and I want to do this and I want to do that. Is that kind of what you're saying here with the goal setter and the goal getter? Yeah. So there's a lot I think that I'm saying is that, so let's just take, um, it resonates with a lot of people and it resonates with me and is that I want to lose weight. Right. Mm -hmm. I personally, we talked about at the beginning words, like I would encourage everybody listening to no longer say, I want to lose weight. You say, I want to release the weight that's no longer serving you because what happens when we lose stuff, we want to find it and we, it'll never fucking leave. So just say you want to release it. Just, just <laughs> give me this like one. This. Yeah. <laughs> just, good I want to donate this to somebody else who could use it. Right. But, um, so let's for verbiage and for people to understand, right. I want to release this weight. I want to lose this weight this coming year. The first problem or the first hurdle, the first internal trigger is, so we've set this goal consciously and we expect our subconscious goal, we expect us to just go get it, right? But our subconscious mind is like, but yeah, you told me you'd always be fat. So I'm not going to let you do that. You've told me, you know, so we program these negative decisions or it could have been, you know, your second grade teacher's said you're just a chubby girl Mm -hmm. and we now we do that Mm -hmm. so you have to tell me what you want you have to tell me what you want to feel you have to tell me how you want to do it and so we can do that that's the most amazing thing is that we can reprogram our subconscious mind to heal consciously so We just have to do it, right? We got to put it in there. So it's like you set out to create a new goal and you think you know what you want and then you decide to consciously make it happen. But we have to subconsciously put in, to use the other example, we have to subconsciously put in, if we were to equate the two, I'm going to the grocery store. Okay, I know what to do. You're not afraid to go to the grocery store. We, this is part of who you are. We're going to get our recycle bags and we're going to get our purse and we're going to get in the car and we're going to go down route 1A and we're going to, and right? It knows what to do. It's been programmed. So I want to release some weight. I want to become healthier. Then that's where um, you sit down with your coach or you work on it in a workbook or whatever and you figure out your whys. Your how you want to feel like what um, you said, manifestation, babe, which she she does do a pretty cool, like epically aligned New Year thing, too. But um, yeah, so we want to step into those feelings. Right. I mean, I, I can share with you. I do have a client who that was probably one of her main concerns, one of her main goals. Mm-hmm. Right. Was I want to lose weight. 
And so we've been working together a lot and we worked on the feelings and months go by and she's feeling fabulous. She's feeling great. She's stepping into this new identity. She's like showing up for work and showing up for her family in this new identity. She's feeling amazing. Her clothes are feeling better. It's like everything is amazing. And then she's remodeling her bathroom and finds the scale and gets on it. And the number didn't move. In fact, it went up a few pounds and it derailed her. And I ha- we had to get back on track and say, how were you feeling? Mm-hmm. Do you like, what is the n- number? Right. And what does that mean to you? And versus like, what were you feeling? How were you showing up in your life? what value are you placing on being present? What value are you placing on being comfortable in your clothes versus this scale, this thing says this number, which like, I mean, I don't know much about like the body, but I'm sure maybe there was like a little water. Maybe there was like, you know, your food, whatever, right? Everyone knows don't weigh yourself midday. (laughs) Yeah, we screw with it in our head, right? And so it's just, again, like just reinforcing because what happened is, is her subconscious mind remembered that old program. Yes. You, your value is equated to the number that pops up on this scale. And so we just had to then look at how can we reinforce our new subconscious program because she felt amazing and she was glowing. And she, like I said, she felt confident and comfortable in her body. You know, her clothes fit better. So it's really, we look at all of the aspects of it and it's so individual and just going back to the beginning, we just don't go at it compassionately. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. You had me doing that annoying podcast thing where you're like, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my God, I've been doing it to you the whole time. Is it annoying? No, no, I don't think it is. I've just heard other people joke about it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good because you need to, that's how you communicate, right? Um, yes, yeah, so because I say what I heard really is like, so the subconscious, it's the identity shift. It's the, yes. like that for me, I feel like it was real close to home in the last two years of losing my job from going 20 years in corporate to being a business owner. That was an identity is it? I had to break totally. up ego. Um, and the other thing that comes up for me is being an intuitive person. And this is where I've always struggled on this planet. So I'm putting this um, bit of information up for anyone else that feels the same way is numbers aren't everything. I hate the word data. <laughs> okay. Let me repave this. <laughs> let me repave this. <laughs> I don't want to use the word hate. There's a fine balance, right? Of we, I believe, just don't give enough credit to the things we can't see. The feeling, oh. the things we can't put our fingers on. And this is where my whole life I have spent feeling like I don't belong because I was like, I don't care what your number, like, yes, I care what numbers say, but I also care about how I feel because how I feel can change those numbers, right? Like I have the power to do that. And that's, that was just like, just, I'm really just reiterating the point you made, right? It's like, 
have this feeling you can be having this totally different experience and then throw someone can throw out a number and then it just like throws you off. And I'm sure you see it with your clients and you go shopping, you do like a style and they're like, I'm a size, you know, 12, I'm a size 12. And then like in a certain brand, you're a 14 or a 16. And then your brain is like, what the fuck? Because you have of so much instead of like put those 16s on and look in the three-way mirror at your ass and tell me it doesn't look good right no. so it's that whole remember yes. and you caught up on it and feeling good in your body yes that there you go that's it that's my beef for like numbers right there is it's like and everyone's like oh you can't mm. I'm like, but you can because once you've taken too much of that and you've just it's the balance right it's the yin and the yang and it's like now all of a sudden you could be about just to give it a very tangible, like, you know, experience that we all can imagine, like what you just said, you could be about to step out on stage in the suit that you love to impact millions of women. And that's your goal and your vision. But then all of a sudden someone whispers in your ear, don't forget that's a size 16. It's not the 14 that you thought. Yes. But five seconds yeah. before that, you felt like a rock star. Then who gives a shit? Yeah. One of my um, yeah. stylist friends was like, cut the fucking tag out. <laughs> She's like, I don't care. Yes. Just cut it out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, but I need the instructions to wash it. <laughs> it is a catch. Right. It is a catch 22. Cause this is where the balance really comes in because then for internet shopping, the numbers are, we're dying. We're dying by the numbers, right? Like I need to know your measurements to a T so we can figure yeah. out what size for you to buy. So it's yeah, that yeah. constant balance of the two of yin and yang. And like, I think it's equating, sorry to interrupt you. I think it's equating like putting the correct um, meaning or value to it, right? Like the numbers are like important. It gets us a setting point, yeah. but it's when we like hold on to it with a death grip. Yeah. And like, I'm going to squeeze into this size 12. If it's the last thing I do, I'm not going up. You know what I mean? Like, then it's the meaning behind it, right? Why are you buying these pants? Because they're a size 12 or because you want to feel good in them? Well, then let's put on the size that feels good and buy them and enjoy them. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Because everyone always says to me, I want to be comfortable. And I'm like, you should be comfortable in heels and a dress and you should be comfortable in a sweatsuit. Like those things should fit you appropriately. Like you should be squeezing into clothes that don't fit. And you should be comfortable. Totally. Now, yes, yeah, jeans don't feel exactly as comfortable in sweatpants, but I don't want sweatpants comfortable energy when I'm doing scary things in my business on a daily basis. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So juicy. It carries so many other things I want to talk to you about, but you've already, maybe we'll do a round two in the spring. How about we yeah. do a check-in? Like, you know, people have gone through their... New Year's Eve check-in and we did, we're going to do the keep it going. Um, yeah. In the spring. Cause I want to talk about, you're just so great. Like I wanted to share a little bit on my experience and like how you helped me launch um, shop like a stylist last fall. And that was really some work that you and I did together around. Yeah. Chunking it down, <laughs> getting it done and getting out of my own way. Really. It was really that mm. work of like getting out of my own way. And um do you think we have time to talk a little bit, squeeze in a few seconds of quantum uh, timeline technique? Yeah, I always have time for you. <laughs> always. 
y'all. So before, except I have to go at no, I'm joking. <laughs> except for I have a hard stop. And yeah. Because, um. Well, we'll end the podcast with this super juicy technique. We'll talk about yeah. it quickly, and then if people are like, "Oh shit, I need that in my life," then yeah, tell everybody where they can find you. So, Kathy. Um, I mean, uh, is it, you know, mindset, mood, mindfulness coach does all the things, right? Yeah. Um, you've worked together um, with each other over the last couple of years, right? So we did a quantum, you talk about it. I'm just, I'm setting it up. Sure. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Quantum so, technique, right? What? I interrupted Quantum you. timeline technique, right? Quantum time technique. Yep. QTT for short. Mm -hmm. I, um, over this past year was certified in being a QTT quantum time technique practitioner. And I use it personally. My coaches do it with me. I do it with all my clients if they'd like, right. It is amazing. And to sort of I'm sure there is like a textbook definition of it, but to just put it out there is we are using our timeline and moving through that quantum to help release um, unwanted and negative beliefs we've created about ourselves, decisions we've made. Um, you can also use it and go back and clear emotions that carry a lot of weight. For example, like a um, anger, sadness, grief, hurt, we go back and clear it. Because so if you think about it, an event happens and you now on your timeline know and experience anger and it sits in your body. And unless it's cleared, it sits there. So something could have happened. And this is really, it's all what the individual, their subconscious mind wants to work with, right? So something might've happened when you were three, four, five, and you first felt anger like never before. And it's sitting in your body at age 45, 48, whatever, how old you are, right? And we can go back through your timeline to that event and gather learnings because at that event, our subconscious and conscious mind were both present and consciously we programmed our subconscious mind to recognize that feeling, recognize the, 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 the situation around it, recognize the triggers and we've carried it. So then what happens is every time your subconscious mind or you consciously or your body, your unconscious feels or sees something like that, it reacts with all of that on its backpack. So we've got years of unprocessed beliefs, um, negative, unwanted feelings, emotions that we can clear. And then it's like, you're coming to the table and reacting appropriately because although I've cleared anger. I've cleared the big six, right? I'm still a human. Mm -hmm. I still get angry, but it's no longer like people aren't like your reaction isn't equal to what's happening. 
right? You're overreacting. We've all heard that. And that's because other people are seeing things, right? So it's just an amazing technique to use to be able to, like I said, subconsciously reprogram so that we can consciously heal. And it, I mean, we have so many beliefs and decisions that we either accepted from other people or made for ourselves. And that's how we navigate the world. That's how our subconscious mind has filtered our world, right? And so if we can just aid ourselves, right, the amount of growth that can happen is really beautiful. And the amount of like release and, you know, like sometimes when I work with my clients, they're like, oh my God, like days later, my back has hurt me for 20 years. And now it's like so subtle. It's, it's, if you, I believe that we carry it in our body and when you shift energy and whatnot, right. It starts to feel better. You feel better. You move better through the world. You interact with the people in your world in a way that is, um, it feels good. I don't, I feel like I'm running out of like adjectives to describe it, but it's amazing. And so what we did together and, and sometimes, and it doesn't always make sense, right? You were having some beliefs and decisions around moving forward with this new product. And so we just tapped into it and found out what belief was holding you back. We did some work together to figure that out. And then we just worked with your subconscious mind to go back to an event that it remembers Mm -hmm. that it feels safe to go back to. And that's the other thing, our subconscious mind, this isn't voodoo. This isn't um, like hypnosis. No one's cackling like chickens, shit like that. This is, you are in control a hundred percent. I'm just a guide with you saying the prompts, right? So your subconscious mind goes back to an event that it recalls as the first and safest event to take a look at that belief where it was installed, where it was made, when you decided to hold on to that. And then we just did work clearing around it and got the learnings, got the higher level learnings from it, and then found ways to apply it into your life to make the shifts and movements that allowed you to reevaluate that decision to have it work for you. Um, so I don't even know if I've shared this with you, but it's something that I've heard myself say over and over when you were like, I don't know how to explain it. It just feels good. How I would explain it is, and I keep telling people, I was like, I don't know. It feels like my DNA was recoded. Like my body was rewired or my mind was rewired and I became yeah. a whole new version of myself. Now, I don't You're know. You're so much more eloquent than me. <laughs> oh, that's because I lived this experience very deeply because I don't know if it was before or after our time together, but it's all in the same time. Cause so this is all in the same month that mm-hmm. that happened, that I launched the book that I was preparing to go to the fashion show. And then during this month, John and I were, well, it was me 
I was just out, I was having in like, I don't want to say out of body experience, because I wasn't out of my body, but I was having a very heightened emotional like experience around life. And we were fucking fighting all the time. And Mm. I mean, we've been together for a really long time and our kids are older. We've learned how to fight. When I mention our kids are older, I just think it's a lot easier to fight when your kids are younger because the survival mode's a little bit more clear, I think, than when you when you get older in the round, right? Mm-hmm. Something happened yeah. at 40 and you were like, fuck this shit, you're, we're going to learn how to fight, <laughs> right? Long yeah. time, like, we were just fighting and we were fighting and we were fighting. And I will never forget, like, I'm sitting on my bedroom floor and we're like fighting. And I just blurted out. And it was some of the same work that we were doing. Um, I just, like, blurted out. And he was like, and I was like, oh, my fucking God. I was like, that's it. And then, like, uh, and this was, like, after a week of that and, like, after talking to you and, like, going back to these moments and these times. And then literally once I said it, even in he, he shifted. And it was like, yeah, God, that's it. And then, like, from that moment on, like, that was a pivotal moment in my life. That's why I was like, it was like my DNA was recoded. It was like some, it was Ugh. like my energetic body like was re I don't even know the word it was like it broke apart and it came back together in a totally different yes it was supposed to happen and you carry it you just carry these and these are things from well when we did mine and I, I if anyone's interested you know I'm an open book <laughs> my subconscious is like bitch we're going to the womb okay you are in yeah. your stomach <laughs> this is where all it's your- amazing it is amazing <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We need to go back to the beginning, right? (laughs) (laughs) But it was probably like I I was fully developed, so maybe eight or nine months. Yeah, (laughs) I know this is weird. Look, if y'all want to get weird, someone said to me, "Oh, it's so not weird." Yeah, people go before birth too. So, oh my god, Um, I was telling someone the other day, I was like, "Look." People might think that I'm superficial because I'm way into style. I was like, but baby, we can go deeper than the ocean. <laughs> okay. Yes. Totally. Yeah. We're gonna go straight back to the wound. Um, but it's a life-changing experience. And then from that experience, then um, what I was excited about this conversation is then for me that turns into my everyday micro habits, right? And like that's the yeah. thing. So Ooh, I'm going to leave it with that because yeah, it's amazing. Woo. It really is amazing work. And I'm so happy for you that, that, that you were received that gift. It's awesome. Well, thank you for giving me that gift. And to stop talking just solely about myself, then we, then you helped me with one of my clients. So like I was working with a client and we were doing some steep, deep style work. And I say this all the time is it's, 80% mindset, 20% dope clothes, right? Mm. There's so more going on in that. And then you worked with her and then she cleared some stuff. And then she came back to me and she was like, you two together, that's my secret we- weapon in life. Yeah. Really knowing who I am and my identity, fully expressing it in the way that I dress every day. And yeah. then it's, then that impacts the way that I interact with people on a daily basis. And then that goes back to our very beginning of our conversation around pre-paving your feelings, your ideas, the energy you carry as a person and people interacting with your aura and being compassionate and walking through the door. Totally. Yeah. And that's the thing is what you, because 
I've worked with you as a stylist for um, many months now and shit comes up. Yes. I can't wear that. I've never, or, or if someone wears that, that means that, right? Like lots of beliefs come up. And so when you're working with somebody and, and like you ask, how do you want to feel? And people want to feel sexy, amazing, strong, comfortable. They have all these wants of feeling a certain way and you can help them with that, right? You find clothes that represent that to them, but then they have these unwanted decisions and beliefs that are attached to certain things and they can't fully express themselves. Mm -hmm. So it is so cool to watch when you're working with Katie, what comes up. And then you can, like we were talking about before, get curious. Yeah. So come work with me, get styled. And then Kathy's going to get you quantum timed on that timeline <laughs> so you can release it. <laughs> be the bad bitch you meant to be. Yeah. And this is why, Katie, January is awesome. To <laughs> <laughs> bring it full circle. So go crush those motherfucking New Year's goals. January is awesome. It's probably because it's the month before my birthday month. My birthday month too. Yeah. That's why in January, you're like, come on, January, I need you to end. So February can begin. Yeah. This is true. I do feel that. Yeah. But I do like January too, because for me, it holds possibilities. It does. It's just like, and I do love like, this is Katie and I, we do this all the time. Um, like I love 23 cause it's like a consecutive number and I feel there might be something special about that. But so I feel like it's going to be an amazing year. I, think I heard, I was listening to another podcast, which I've listened to so many and I can't remember. I think it was almost 30 podcasts and I don't want to quote this wrong, but they, they had a guy on there that was doing some channeling. And I think that they said that 2023, was gonna be on the up and up, like the beginnings. I don't mean like, you know, yeah, opposite of what 2020 was, but just the up and up. So, oh yeah, I'm believing yeah. that that thought serves me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm going so, to that. We will be prepaving 23 with that thought that we are on the up and up. Yes, you heard it here on the Style for Life podcast. Uh, we have prepaved 2023 and it is going to be your year. Yes. Come back here if you have any complaints. <laughs> to Kathy Batista. Sure, come to me. That's my jam. Give me your complaints. We'll we will do the 180 switcheroozy on you. Before I let you go, I have two things. One. I have my ring. Do you remember this ring from when I came to visit you and um, we did your closet? Yes. Yes. I wore it for you for the podcast interview today. I found this um, downstairs. I couldn't find an earring and it was like shoved behind. (gasps) And then this was sitting right beside it. I was like, oh, my ring from Kathy. Yes. And I will be seeing you in January. It's definitely the best January ever. Yes. Yeah. Prepave it. This is exciting. Katie and I are going to a training together. Yes. It's going to be amazing. And um, now everybody wants to know where they can find you for a good time and a deep time. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kathy. 
Kathy went off camera. <laughs> I'm blushing. Out. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yes, I promise it will be fun and deep. It does. It is good. And I love it. I love my work. I love working with women. So I will gladly tell you how to find me. It's very simple. KathyBatistaCoaching.com. And everything is there or coach Kathy Batista on Instagram or Facebook and reach out. It's 2023. Like we talked about, it's, this is the year. Thank you so much for just for being my first guest episode of 2023 for being amazing. And I love you dearly. You are very welcome. It was my pleasure. And thank you.